Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Guys, tonight's podcast episode is going to be good. It is going to be a story that somebody else lived, like, this is what happened to them, and now I want to tell their story. So, it is on the Lockbourne Hell House in Lockbourne, Ohio. So, guys, wait till you hear this, okay? Now, it all started on a rainy spring day in 1984. Ronald Reagan was president, and to me, life was peaceful. My father, mother, and I were looking to take up residency in a small town of Lockbourne, Ohio, between Columbus and Circleville, off Route 23. We always considered it Asheville, but it technically Lockbourne. We were driving down Pickway Road, and we saw a for rent sign nailed to a utility pole. So we stopped and asked one of the surrounding neighbors whose name was Sam. And he told us that the house that was for rent was further down the driveway and offered to show us the little house. We drove down that driveway and I will never forget what I saw. A little gray house that was surrounded by weeds that were about four feet tall. It was a fixer-upper to say the least, but as Mr. Bob Barker would say, the price is right. So we decided that this would be the place that we would take up residency. After cutting down all of those weeds and moving all our belongings in it, started to become our home. We had a beautiful summer that year and I remember the birds building their nests in the trees. One of the babies fell out and I became an instant doctor at the age of nine. I remember our neighbor Kathleen came over and gave us a bunch of jigsaw puzzles that she said that she had put together that previous winter. She lived alone and did jigsaw puzzles to occupy her time. While she was over, she mentioned that her daughter had lived in our house just a few months before we had moved in. She had moved out. She asked us if we ever seen or heard anything strange in or around the house. My father mentioned that there was something that he wanted to speak with her about and sent me away. Later that evening, while I was watching TV, The Facts of Life, Mom and Dad were in the kitchen talking. I heard Dad say something about Kathleen's daughter that had lived in our little house, and now she was in a nut house. I had no idea what a nut house was. I only heard it called that. Little did I know it was a place for the mentally insane. But I kept quiet so I could eavesdrop on the conversation. Then I heard Dad mention something about a moaning noise and the kitchen light. By this time, I started to feel a little unnerved and started watching TV again. Obviously, this was not a conversation I wanted anything to do with. A few days later, Mom and Dad were busy doing chores, so I decided to take a stroll around the woods that surrounded our house, when suddenly I stumbled into a small field that had some old, big rocks. Some of the places I stepped seemed to sink like mud. But there was no mud, and it hadn't rained for at least a week. I looked around a little bit, and these rocks only to find out that there was writing on them. And I could not make out what they said. These looked just like the rocks that were all over the place. And at the place my grandma was buried. They were gravestones. I quickly ran home and told my mom and dad that I had found on my journey 
and was told not to ever go back up there. Well, along came fall, October, my favorite month. I loved the pictures of witches, skeletons, and such. It was about three days before Halloween, and we had a Halloween party at school. After the party, I went home, and Mom and Dad were not anywhere to be found. They left me home by myself. I was scared to death. I sat down on the couch and turned on the TV and looked through some of my trinkets from the party. When all of a sudden, I heard a noise from the kitchen. I turned in, <clears throat> and there was the kitchen light flickering. There was the kitchen light flickering. Sorry, my guys, my throat was all messed up there. And there was a sort of moaning noise coming from the bathroom, which was right past the kitchen. I went back into the kitchen to look around, and there was a shadow on the wall, and it wasn't mine. I ran outside and waited about 10 minutes until my mom and dad pulled down the driveway. I was in hysterics when I exclaimed and explained what had happened to my mom and dad, and my dad spoke up and said it was okay and that he had seen the same thing. I asked dad what he had, what he had meant when he said to mom something about Kathleen's daughter being in a nut house. He explained that while she had lived in the house, that she had seen something like what I had seen and that some people just can't handle that sort of thing. And they basically lost grip on reality. And they can not sort real from not real. Well, Dad was out mowing the lawn and Kathleen came over to talk and see how things were going. And my dad told her what had happened. She then started to tell him how the house was just a shell of its former self and said it was once a nice big farmhouse and it had completely destroyed by a tornado and that the house that stood here now was built out of the remains of that old house. I remember her telling how there was an old man that had lived in the house when it was destroyed and he had died in the house. She also said that while her daughter lived in the house, her husband used to work in Columbus and on his way home he was in a bad accident and had died and that, that, was, that, and that was what had sent her over the edge. The following March, my father was out with a friend, and he too ended up dead in a car accident. My dad's friend had been seeing my mom's best friend, and so they started consoling each other, because both had passed away in the accident. When they used to sit in the driveway and talk, I remember we would smell the scent of fresh-cut flowers and we would see the shadows of people projecting onto the front of the house. When things were finally starting to calm down and we started to get out and get on with our lives, something else would happen. I remember one night when all the lights were out, we had a strange man knock on the door, asking for help. He was covered in blood. He claimed, from getting beat, he claimed it was getting beat up by two large men in a big white car. While my father and his friend had died in a white early 70s model Monte Carlo, exchanged for us, giving him a place to sleep for the night, he offered to take us on a cook, a cookout picnic. When we went to the grocery store to buy supplies, he told mom that he didn't, he didn't have to ask her favorite salad dressing because he already knew it was blue cheese. 
<clears throat> he bought her some daisies, mom's favorite flowers, and he had not asked. And he had never been in our house. He had slept in my mom's old car, which was broke down the night before, and we had our doors locked. While we were at the park, we had brought a small radio to listen to when all of a sudden, House of the Rising Sun came on. He exclaimed that was his favorite song. We moved out of that house shortly after, and, young couple, and a young couple moved in. The husband died, and that house burnt down. And that remains, and all that remains is the foundation. From time to time, I go back to see the place that house once stood. It's all covered with weeds again, and there are new neighbors. I wonder if they know of the history of the Lockbourne Hellhouse. The crazy thing about the man that spent the night in my mom's car, covered in blood, loved everything that my dad loved, including my mom and her love for the daisies. And so, guys... <clears throat> that is the that is the story of the Lockbourne Hell House. That's just one story of many that I found. Um, that was just the most intriguing one that I found, and I wanted you guys to hear it for tonight's episode of the podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed it, guys. You guys again can subscribe to me if you want to. Two ninety nine a month. You get behind the scenes footage. You get early access to shows. You get some awesome sneak peeks of different things, and some live action. So if you want to, it's $2.99 a month. You can subscribe to me. You don't have to. I, I don't, either way, I don't care. You know, if you want to, that's cool. If you don't, that's also cool. You'll always get your podcast episodes here. So thank you guys also very much for your love and support. I love each and every single one of you. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. You will hear from me tomorrow night. Thanks. Bye, everyone.